It's the Thursday version of Leaving the Yard. Chuck, Zach, and uh, no Tony Kirk. We're upgrading the show, Zach and the Professor, to Zach and Zach. We've been talking about doing this for the last uh, six months or so. We can just get Tony gone enough. Zach and Zach. And what could be better? Zach Fowler in here, head coach of the uh, Liberty Ilo Leopards baseball team. But you're not even that right now, are you? You're just a football no, I'm guy. I'm a football receivers coach right yeah. now. So I'm excited to get going on that. You know, we got our parent meeting tonight. We're ready to crank it up. What do you do at a parent meeting? Uh, basically over procedures, stuff like that. Ah, like, uh, so if it, your kid does this, we're kicking them off. Yeah, it could be some of that. Hopefully yeah. more positive than that. You, you hope. Know, you kind of get it going. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, that'll be mentioned. Yeah. But hopefully it's not the theme of the meeting. <laughs> There's the idiot from the uh, radio <laughs> side who's going to go, all right, we're starting with the reasons your kids are getting kicked out of this. <laughs> No, no, it's all the things that are going to be good this year. The positives yes. of the season, you know, how, how, how good these kids are going to yes. be. Yes. How hard they're going to work. Yeah, get on the same page. The date where you circle for state championship, that kind of thing. Make, yeah, you, make sure I, you don't have AT&T plans. Stadium, yeah. make sure that you're there on this date. So. You say that, and, and uh, we're joking, and maybe not, but, you know, Thanksgiving's legitimate. Mm-hmm. That's a couple weeks into the postseason. I think that's the third round. Yeah, usually, so. And, and so that weekend's legitimate. I mean, anybody that's that's playing and has a pretty good team, that's a legitimate weekend. And yet, over and over again, we see coaches come back that weekend going, my, my star wide receiver, his family made plans go away Thanksgiving. They're going to be gone that weekend. Oh, that's what happens every year. It happens to me on spring break in baseball, too. So it's just one of those things. People kind of don't plan for that, but uh, – but you know, this is the meeting you tell them. Yeah, this Don't make is where any you plans. tell them, and then somebody will come after you the meeting and say, hey, we already have this vacation <laughs> plan and stuff. So. But, you, you know, they well, we wanted plenty your, of time. Yeah, so. we wanted your kids <laughs> yeah. on our team, but, you know, <laughs> sorry. Uh, so you guys meeting today? Where are you meeting? Uh, Raider Dome. Okay. So good place. Yeah, it's a good spot. Now, all the coaches show up for this? Yes, we all do. So you're all there. Do you break up with your parents? Like, here, we're going in a little mini session? Uh, no, what will happen is Coach Davis will basically talk to them all, introduce all of us right. so they can, you know, see our face outside of, you know, the game and stuff. Right. So, uh, and we'll answer any questions afterwards. But Coach Davis will lead the meeting, and he'll he'll run through all that stuff. It's, it's like the official beginning. Yes, this is when it officially starts, even though we've been at work all week, uh, getting after it. So. Now, what have you had to do this week? Because kids can't do full-on practice yet, can No, they? the kids aren't there. So we gave right. out equipment this week, uh, um, worked around the field house, and then painted. You know, We have a middle school field that we paint, and then our grass field at the high school, we go ahead and paint that one, too. So, so you're all painted up. We're painted up, ready to go. So I'd, I would actually prefer to practice on the grass because yeah. it's going to be a lot less hot. Well, I was going to say, they the pick grass. a hot week to paint. But we have our, our cameras set up to film the turf, so I think we'll be on the turf. Really? Yeah, I think we're going to be on turf. That would be all right. Eh, turf's not bad either, but <laughs> I prefer the grass. This, I know. It's, it's an old guy it's thing. Okay. It's, it's okay. an old guy thing. Monday, kids show up. Yes, we'll start practice, I think, 8 a.m. You guys doing right? two-a-days? No, they don't really allow you to do two-a-days anymore. There's like a certain limit. And uh, Coach Davis actually has a good idea on that. Uh, you know, we don't practice them forever during that summertime because, right. you know, they just get grinded out and, man, they'll stop showing. I mean, you know, it's got to be – It's hot. It's not really fun at no. that point. You know practice what I mean? So, sucks. Yeah. so he tries to keep it live and, you know, kind of light on them. Right. You're, you're working them, but it's not going to be, you know, you're not going to be out there for six hours where they won't come back. Did you guys do seven on seven? Uh, we had some stuff. I wasn't really there. That was kind of following up baseball. I kind of took a little break. Right, right, so right. I didn't see much seven on seven, but they did play – They did play. Uh, every Monday. They played every Monday night, so – so it wasn't like they made the formal run to wherever. Oh, no, we didn't A&M. do all you didn't that. didn't do that. No. no, we, you know, you'd have to fundraise and stuff right. to get, you know, the funds to go down there. And so we just don't even kind of mess with the qualifiers and stuff. Yeah, you're a receivers guy. Mm-hmm. Do you, would, you, would you like to – forget the money part of having to raise funds. Would you like to see your guys out doing that in the middle of the summer, or do you feel like – Let's just back off a little bit. We actually and we get have this conversation a lot in the office. Right. Like, you know, some guys hate seven on seven. Yeah. Uh, I think that anything where you're working skills like throwing, catching, covering, 
regardless of how it's not football i mean you know it's not the true sport of right. football there, there's a lot of differences uh, if you beat somebody in seven on seven doesn't mean you're gonna beat them in a football that's game it. uh but well, at those the same big time, guys matter a little bit anytime kids lock in and compete yeah. i think there are a lot you know if they can go one goal together I think that's a big deal. So uh, I, I enjoy. I, I would love to see them be able to compete, you know, and all that stuff. See, I've just heard in in that sixty seconds, Jerry Stanford, who says, "I want what we do to be what we do, and I don't really want my guys doing that other stuff because that's not what we do." And I heard Trey Outlaw, who said, "I want us where we're competing. I want our kids." Co- I mean, I heard both those guys in the last couple weeks. We've had them in here, and here you're saying basically both sides of this coin. Oh, both sides are right. I mean, you can do both. You can compete at what you do. Yeah. You know, kind of constrain your guys a little bit, or you can run a straight seven on seven offense and uh, you know play your two man under, and that, that's basically what fun. everybody does now. Yeah, either yeah. way, but. Uh, you know, I think you'll get more out of it if you stay to what you do offensively and defensively, but uh, you probably won't win as much because there are some rules that keep you from staying in a zone for, you know, it's four seconds or something. So, uh, yeah, there's a little mixed bag there, but, yeah. uh, you know, like, like I'm, I'm with Coach Outlaw on the competing part. Like, right. And, and I do it in baseball all the time. And, uh, you know, anytime you find a way to compete, it makes the reps more – uh, that environment that, that they work in is way more real. And, they, you know, no kid wants to lose. So We, we mentioned Arkansas and, and Coach Outlaw. He's got one of your guys now. Mm-hmm. Cody's over there now, Cody Engstrom, who'd been with you for forever. Yeah, we were together six years yeah. over there at Italy. And you ended up having to replace him. Well, you I couldn't did. find anybody? Uh, yeah, we found a guy. <laughs> he <laughs> found a guy. We pulled him out of retirement. Uh, he, he got a state championship under his belt, about 400 wins. So uh, <laughs> between him and Coach Jones and the dugout, my assistants uh, – have about 950 wins between them. So uh, how many do you have? I got, I'm over. I don't know. I'm over 80 <laughs> now. I think I don't know somewhere in there, but uh, not near what them two have. So now, Coach Rick Fowler coached you coached state championship and, yeah, 15, 16 years ago. And really is kind of the patriarch of that program. When you look back, yeah. you know, since I've been the head coach, I've had a chance to look back at kind of the history of that program and. uh you know, they were not very successful when Rick Fowler was not there. As right. a player, you know, he played there also. Sure. So, uh, you know, and then he came back to coach and uh, did a great job, kind of got that thing to where it was. And people don't know about him as he competed in 4A. You know, he was in a district with Texas High, Mount Pleasant, like uh, playing up most right. of his career. Right. And uh, once he dropped down to 3A, he was able to make runs and, uh, you know, consistently get to the fourth and fifth round and then, you know, win state and, and all that. So, yeah. How I wonder how weird it's got to be sitting in the room because Craig and and Rick were obviously on the other side of the field story. over and over again. This oh, is wild now. All right, so I'm ready. Uh, we are sitting at our baseball camp. So okay. Craig, Craig, of course, is working it with us. Uh, Dad came out; he was just helping out, like cooking burgers or something. And then Glenn Welch's grandkids. Oh were. my god! So those three, I took a picture of it. I think somewhere, but those three are sitting there talking around third base at our field. And I told Rushing, I said, "Look over there." There's at least 1,300 high school baseball wins in that little triangle right there. And, you know, the three best coaches probably yeah. in the area over the last, you know, 50 years. I mean, you know, so it was just a – You need that was to a send me that moment picture. to kind of sit there. Yeah, I want to cool. see that picture. It was cool to see them kind of hanging out talking. Uh, you know, I don't even know what they're talking about. but Now, Rick and Craig have known each other for a long time. Yeah. But still there's got to be some, like, rivals, weird – Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we don't yeah, do it that way. We do it this You way. know, when uh, Coach Jones came into PG, I yeah. think it was 99, that he, he's first – Right. You know, Dad had already been here for a long time, so it was, and they had some epic battles back then, and uh, almost match what we have going now. Would you have ever thought, being a player in the middle of this, that those two guys would be working for you? Yeah, that's wild, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> man, I enjoy every minute of it though with those two guys. Man, it's fun to be around them both. Uh, you know, we laugh a lot. You know, Do they call have, you boss. Have good talks. No, no, no. And I have enough, I have enough respect for both of them to understand. You call like, them hey, boss. <laughs> listen, like y- y'all have a lot to bring to this table. Uh, obviously, my butt is on the line, so I'm going to have to make the final decision. Yeah. But I'm definitely listening. When you talk, I listen. So. Well, are you glad you got a few years under your belt before you end up with those kind of guys on your bench with you? I mean, you had a couple of years with obviously Ricky and, and, and mm-hmm. Cody and younger guys, your peers. Yeah, we were all young, kind of growing together through right. that. Through that, and we learned a lot. Now, it probably would have helped the learning curve to have yeah. one of those guys. But, but you know, I call Dad whenever sure. and get some info or you know advice. So it wasn't like I didn't have anybody. But it was fun learning. You know, you kind of learn on your own, and yeah. you get these guys beside you, and you're kind of pushing this thing, trying to get it, you know, over the hump. So. Right, back, back around to football. Zach Fowler, by the way, is sitting in here with us this afternoon. Coming up at 530, uh, we're going to change gears because you got to go to a parent meeting. 
And uh, Matt Riddle's going to hop in here. So we'll get the voice of the Razorbacks coming in at the, the bottom half of the show. So we're kind of flipping back and forth between the two. Um, biggest problem next week, as you see these kids start showing back up again, have they all been keeping up, staying in shape, doing, or are you like, well, we're going to be... We're gonna be throwing up a lot for the first couple days. You gotta, especially you know. I, I was telling me and Trey Carson were having this talk, and I was like, I don't remember it being this hot when yeah, I was younger. No, it wasn't. And it may be getting me getting old, but you know, back when I was in school, I don't. I just don't remember that heat being this bad. So you got to keep your eye on that. Of course, nobody's in shape. I don't care what you say. Yeah. Like nobody comes in, and I mean, I remember I was in pretty good shape in high school, and we ran, we had a mile run. I always threw up on the mile <laughs> run. It didn't matter how good a shape I was in, if I ate breakfast or didn't. Uh, so I just don't buy into that. You know, they'll work their way right. into shape. But you do have to be careful early on pushing them too hard. Well, and and, and hydrating. hydrating. Yeah, you you mentioned good. that. And, and 15 years ago, you were playing. Were they giving you ample water 15 years ago? No, so, they weren't. No, they weren't. They didn't care. No, no it's they, such a they weird. They didn't want you to pass out. It's but such it was, a uh, weird transition that we've seen between, you know, the Junction Boys mentality of Bear Bryant of, you know, we're never going to have any water to – yeah, we'll get you some water, but we got another 15 minutes to go to right now. We're starting to get more and more mm-hmm. cognizant of the fact they don't need to wait 15 uh, minutes. And it's not safe. I mean, no, it's just no. at the end of the day. That's And the number one rule is, I mean, you got to keep your kids safe. And that's, you know, that's kind of what every school is going to, you know, fall back to is, right. you know, I'd rather be safe than sorry. So, What's the receiver core look like? Man, we are what talented. Are we, are, we are very talented at receiver this year at Liberty Island. We are. I'm blessed to be the position coach there. Yeah. If you see them do anything good, it's not me. It's oh, no, the it's, athlete. It's all coaching. We I'm always right. give credit to the coaching. coaches. I guarantee you that. <laughs> These guys are talented, and I'm ready to see them get after it. Anybody we're, we're looking at saying, keep an eye on this guy? Or well, don't you really know yet? Uh, we we kind of know. I mean, you, you I've seen him you know, last year and coming up. We had a Caden Cooper who was really on, on the big-time Division One mm-hmm. radar. Uh, can really run. He's an awesome kid. Like just uh, anything you good tell kid. him, he does. Yep. Yeah, just a good kid. Uh, junior named Telly Wells. You know, kind of outside. Uh, he's kind of come up. Uh, you know, Tracy Revel is going to UTSA. Uh, Aiden Easter is going to be a good receiver. And then uh, we got a few inside guys. Like uh, uh, we got a freshman named DeQuane Prevo that has uh, had four or five offers from big time division. How does that happen? Uh, he's pretty special. Uh, I got a chance to see him work out this summer. Yeah. And he's he's really twitchy. Uh, you know, he's got a chance to play for us this year. And, uh, you know, another kid that's pretty elusive is Mike Walker. And then those two Jones boys play a little bit for us, too. So, yeah. yeah, they're pretty good. you got a full room of receivers. Oh, it's awesome room. I'm I, telling you, it's awesome room. And, you know, if you can keep the ego out of it, that's going to be the biggest thing yeah. is managing that this year uh, with that group of kids. So. These guys only play one way or they play on both sides? Oh, uh, they'll play both sides. So, okay. Like Tracy's it's, probably it's, primarily it's, a defensive guy. That it's 4A, right? And, yeah, you know we got to play both ways because they're good players. And right. we just don't have, you know, an abundance of right. them. But you got some skilled players that can go and uh, – we're going to try to mix them in so they get some rest, but there's a bunch of talent out there. Well, having, you, you mentioned eight. Having eight receivers. Eight that play kind of both sides. Yeah. So you end up with, you know, it equals four, I guess, when you half them up. So <laughs> if my math is good. That's, that's a way to look at it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you get no eight. Doubt. You get four. There you go. All right, we'll take a break. It's 13 after 5 o'clock. That's Zach Fowler you're listening to here on Leaving the Yard. We'll come right back. We're going to talk some baseball. Last time we saw you, it's been a minute. We've had the draft go on. We've had the All-Star game go on. A bunch of folks are looking to try to move players around. We'll get Zach Fowler's take on what's going on in Major League Baseball when we come back. Leaving the yard. Here on The Fan 107.9. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be enjoyable. Nickel Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Ilo ISD. At Liberty Ilo, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, leopard pride never dies. Are you looking to upgrade your home theater or audio system? 
Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the product and the expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Samsung TVs starting at $319 and Eclipse speakers starting at $250 a pair, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Kennedy Lane and Cowhorn Creek. Alrighty, welcome back. 18 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Right, I did wind sprints. I ran to the door and unlocked it for uh, for Riddle. You made it. Now I'm going to puke. <laughs> <laughs> you think those kids are out of shape? Old man made that run down the building. <laughs> it's a big building. <laughs> it's a long walk to the yeah, front. Yeah, I'm getting my oh, breath right. now. All right. Oh, and by the way, I know yesterday we talked about Quan Hampton going to be on with us today. Quan had a team meeting today, so we're rescheduling him for Monday. And we were supposed to have Michael Galvan. Galvan had a meeting he forgot about. So that didn't happen either. We'll get him on next week. We'll get Quan on next week. We rescheduled everybody. It's all good. It's That's why I got the call. It's right live. We went to the bullpen. <laughs> Always hot, ready to go. <laughs> go get the right-hander. <laughs> we need some uh, We need some bullpen help. All right, Major League Baseball. We had the draft. Um, would you have taken Kumar Rocker? Um, probably not that high, honestly. Uh, man, it's weird. You start messing with shoulders. So I pitch, know. Pitchers get hurt. I'd have probably taken a – more sure position player, but I, I don't know what their needs were. So, well, you know, they drafted Lighter last year. His teammate at Vandy. Yes. Now they got Rocker. Today they signed the Gatorade National High School Player of the Year that they picked in the fourth round. Some pitcher out of Michigan. They've gone arm, 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 arm. Yeah, I guess they're buying the bat. I mean, Seager's at shortstop for a long time. Uh, Simeon. They gave Simeon a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, just kind of. See, that's the that same one. face I've got. Yeah, Simeon, Simeon man, I didn't, I didn't understand that move, but uh, you know, I just thought it was too long, too much. Yeah. But, I that, wasn't, that's me. I I'm mean, not a huge fan of Seager's. I would have signed a deal if I yeah. was Simeon. So no, no, no. Good for him. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah, I'm a little leery about it. Yeah, I just wonder what direction they're trying to go. You know, uh, obviously pitching is the direction, but I guess they're thinking we're going to get a lot of free agents with the new ballpark. And uh, but I don't, I don't know. So uh, yeah, it's interesting. Young arms, which is fine. Just an awful lot of them, and I, I'd like yeah, some other guys around them. Another thing about young arms, though, and Will can tell you this better than I can, but uh, you know, they talked about it when I was with the Orioles. They always talked about its currency in Major League Baseball. That's right. So, like if you have a good young arm. Yep. You can trade that arm. You know, it turns into just basically money for somebody else later. So yep. you stock it, stock the palm with a lot of arms. You can make some trades, maybe get some bats in. But. Saw the Yankees do that yesterday. Yes. Traded three minor leaguers for uh, Andrew Benatendi. Yes. And, you know. Uh, uh, an established outfielder. Yeah. And those young arms will probably be really good one day, but nobody knows right now. Nope. So, uh, They're all low guys. Right. So and so the Royals will wait on them. And, and they'll be good one day for yeah. somebody. Yeah. But you know what will happen. They'll, They'll get, get traded from the Royals. That's right. And, uh, Back that's to the like, Yankees uh, for three more. You know, Josh Hader was actually in the Orioles. He was, was drafted he? by the Orioles. Yeah, we played together in a uh, you know spring training. He yeah. was he was like a year behind me, so he was in low A when I was in high. A. Well, he got traded for Bud Norris. Okay, so we went to the Astros. Right. Uh, I I didn't know what happened to him, but I look up next. He's in Milwaukee, right. just dealing. Yeah. So I mean, that's like five years later. Was he dealing in Baltimore? Oh, he was nasty. I, I'll be honest. So I thought he was always going to get hurt. He's funky. Like, it's a weird he, delivery. He just thought that you know, like man, this can hold up. You know, he's no. kind of skinny kid. Overthrows. Uh, yeah, yeah, throws the crap out yeah. of it. But uh, yeah, you look up. I mean, I turn on the TV five years later. Here's Hater just slinging it, and one of the best relievers in baseball. He makes so. me crazy. He makes me absolutely crazy. He he. Now he started the year great because I'm a big Brewer fan. Yeah, grew up. So twenty, 20 wins or twenty saves in a row. You're like, all right, hater. And then all of a sudden, he'll get that week where he just kinda, he's grooving uh, fastballs and it's blown save, blown save, blown save. And you're like, what the crap is going on? It's kind of baseball, man. It just levels out. At that level, they're so good. I was watching uh, – did you watch Mets Yankees last night? I didn't watch it. Great no. environment. Like, I thought it was a playoff game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Scherzer and Judge had about three little head-to-heads that were awesome with uh, – That's a good match. You know, chances to tie the game. And Scherzer diced him up last night. Is anybody better than Scherzer right now? No, Scherzer's been the best pitcher in baseball since, like, 13. Like, there's yeah. nobody better. No, it's not and, even uh, close, I don't but think. But I'll tell you what, I saw some elite pitching last night from uh, 
Lugo with the Mets. Okay. Best curveball I might have seen this year. You know, I hadn't watched a ton of it. But, right, uh, right. You know, best curveball, he buckled Donaldson on one. And then uh, I also saw uh, the kid from uh, New York, Holmes. Okay. Who's throwing a 98-mile-an-hour sinker. Oh, my God. So when you start talking about these pitchers, like, it's not even fair to hit almost anymore. And, uh, no. You know, I'm getting to the point where I'm like, man, ban the shift. Like, let's try to get these guys some advantages as hitters because right now – all the technology, everything is, you know, geared towards pitching right now. Yeah. So we need a little more action. I'm with it. Zach Fowler in here, by the way. We Tony and I were talking about the other day looking at we were looking at Milwaukee's lineup for the other night, and nobody on the line nobody in the uh, starting lineup had an average I think I think Andrew McCutcheon was two fifty six and that was the high. Did you see the Hall of Fame uh, lineup this year? Uh uh-uh. uh. I don't know. Carlos well, Beltran might have been the only one. Wait, when is it? The I don't when know the, when it just happened. Yeah, oh, you're about Ortiz, Ortiz got in this time, right? Yeah, maybe it's the so next. About the next one, the next okay. class. Right. It's like you're you're gonna see the dying out of the 300 hitter through yeah. this. You know what I mean? Oh uh, yeah. Other than Pujols coming up, but yeah. uh, you know, because it was like Napoli was in it. And he's not a Hall of oh, Famer. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player, Famer. but no. Uh, there, but there's just not like John Lackey was on the list. No, and, I mean Jacoby Ellsbury, like guys. No. That, you know, you don't they're, think they're good Hall baseball players, but they're not Hall of Famers. And Beltran was probably the only one on there. I was like, he should get in. Yes. Everybody else, I was kind of like, man, that's tough. Does that's it? Beltran's stuff with the Astros and all that went on, does that hurt him? I don't think so. I I personally don't think so. I saw him the first time he was with the Astros, like almost win the series by himself against yeah. St. Louis. Yeah. It was at 04 when the Red Sox won it. So, uh, man, I just remember him putting him, uh, they got him at the deadline. And for a guy to perform like that, almost like CC did with uh, Milwaukee that yeah, one year. That's it's right. crazy. Carried him. When you get a guy like that and they actually go do it, like you're a different level player. You're not kidding. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, Juan Soto's turning down a half billion dollars. I, I just I let that sink in and it still doesn't make any sense. I'm getting an offer for a half a billion and yeah. said, no, nah, I think I can get more. I mean, the only way you do that, I think, is if you don't want to be there, which is why they're probably trying to find a trade deal. What? But once he's turned down publicly that kind of money, you're not going to get. Yeah, the, the market just, just sucks for the guy yeah, now. It's not good. Who's, who's going to re-sign him? I mean, it's not you know, or be able to extend well, him. Let's see the Dodgers, Yankees, the Yankees. The Coles. I was looking San at Diego's Diego's today. talking. San Diego's talking about Soto. San Diego tries to make splashes. I, I know. Mean, they got, you know, Hosmer, Machado. I mean, there's some they, guys there that are really good players. Tatis. They'd and, have uh, to trade them all to Washington. Yeah, it's not worth it. Mean, <laughs> I, I played with Machado. That dude is special. Yeah. He's a good player. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I can't. Well, so is Tatis. We yeah, can stay healthy. I, I mean, you can't. Three for one. I don't like it. Uh, I don't know. Depends on what you can get. Trout's back's bothering him. Yeah, they said it's a rare condition. Yeah. Now, you played at a high level. When I, I, I saw it yesterday, and my first reaction was, oh, crap. I mean, I, I felt like one of the guys that's going to potentially have his name on the top 10-ish list is all-time hitters. Yes, no doubt. Now they are thir- to be there. Now at 30 years old, we're saying we got a back condition that's rare mm-hmm. that we're going to have to monitor for the rest of his life and certainly the rest of his baseball career. I said this yesterday. The only thing that flashed in my face was Tiger Woods. Like, yeah, this is that kind of athlete. That flame burned bright and then This kinda. is the kind of back thing you – professional baseball hitter, the torque for your back and how many swings you're doing. How the hell is that guy's back going to hold out? Well, it's and it's like uh, to maintain the level that he plays at, like how much practice he has yes. to have. You know what I mean? And, it, and it's constant. Uh, I had a story where, like, I hurt my shoulder – and I didn't want to go on the DL, so like I kept throwing through it. Well, to get to the game, I didn't throw much between right. outings. So it was like the only time I would throw would be, uh, you know, I'm getting hot in the bullpen and then I right. go in the game, which I was fine for. Adrenaline kicked in. I was good. But, uh, you know, doing that for about three weeks, I finally started getting better, but, like, my performance just declined so fast. Yeah. It was like, uh, you know, I wasn't throwing enough between outings and I couldn't, you know, practice the skill I needed to practice. And it was uh, – took its toll on me for about a month it's so strange i go back and look at guys in the 70s who if you came out before the ninth inning good luck trying to get a nolan ryan off the hill when he had a baseball steve carlton a jim palmer those guys weren't giving you the baseball unless it was the ninth inning and they were just out of gas 142 pitches into this Mm -hmm. 
where's the line of I I throw too much or is it I have to throw a lot so my body builds up the strength to do this 140 times every fifth day? Well, it starts with efficiency, like mechanically. So, like, you know, evaluate where they're at mechanically. We do it with our kids, you know, in the fall. And, uh, you know, if they're throwing pain-free, then it's a good sign. Uh, if they're throwing 25, our number's like 25. If you're yep. 25 off the mound full speed and you're hurting somewhere the next day, we yep. need to know where. Yep. And we need to figure out why. And uh, so, you know, you can kind of – I believe you can create more bullets by being more efficient. So I was a guy that threw a lot. Yeah. Uh, but I've seen guys that don't. Like Kevin Gosman, when he got drafted, uh, he didn't pick up a ball the day before he started, which back then was like, what are you doing? Well, now there's science that tells you, hey, he's fresh for yep. a start. Yep. So it's kind of, you know, it wasn't my style, but it worked for him. Uh, he's still pitching right now. You know, Riddle's coming in here in a couple of minutes. His pitching coach is Teddy Hubbard. Teddy. I mean, how much did Teddy throw at hooks? Uh, it Teddy felt threw like a lot. Te- yeah. You know, there was no pitch count no. back then. And, uh, Just keep yeah. throwing. And it was one of those deals where I I didn't mind taking the ball. I didn't do it in high school, but summer ball stuff, I'd be like, give me the ball, man. Right. I'll go up there and throw. <laughs> you know, I didn't throw as hard as I could every no, pitch. So no. it felt like more of an art back then. Teddy threw the ball as hard as he could, though, every time. How how early, <laughs> how young were you when you started throwing a breaking ball? I mean, your dad's uh, coach. My dad it. kept me off of it until I got to high school. Okay. So I, I was 15, but uh, – it, it's one of those deals but that's why my changeup was really good because right. i had to go through you know ages seven through 14 throwing changeup fastball right uh but at the same time, i never spun the breaking ball like at an elite level so right. uh, i don't know if i should have maybe started earlier or whatever but do you do you encourage your guys in like middle school to throw breaking balls we don't throw it much i mean you got to throw a fastball first right so we we try to teach them like how to properly throw before we do anything else. is there is there any place for a knuckleball anymore uh yes um but i'm not the one that's going to teach anybody <laughs> to throw it i played with a guy and you got to have some yeah. serious sack to go up there <laughs> and throw a ball 60 miles an hour to a professional hitter with no spin with a bat. and it's and like hoping it gets and if there. it spins once he says a home run <laughs> like, i'm not i'm good not gonna be something i try all right it's 5 30 i know you got to get out of here coaches i mean a parents meeting over at liberty Isle. it's zach fowler it's always great seeing you fun stuff zach and zach that's the show we're going to take a break we'll come right back matt riddle's supposed to be coming up next you stick around leaving the yard here on the fan 1079 It's 27 minutes until 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and, well, no professor today. We did Zach and Zach, which was awesome. Now it's Zach and Riddle. <laughs> so you got a lot to live up to. It's not as cool a name, I'll be honest with you. No. Zach and Zach's pretty good. Yeah, I'd say it's pretty we good. We can make Zach and Riddle work, though. Uh, Matt Riddle in here today. Tony Kirk, by the way, is uh, heading toward West Texas. Got a kid out that way, so he's uh, going there. No show tomorrow. We'll be back on Monday. Quan Hampton, who was supposed to be on the show today, ended up with a team meeting. He's scheduled to come on 5.30 on Monday. So uh, no Kirk and company tomorrow as well. So uh, you get a day away from uh, from Tony and I, which is good for all of you out there. Some people may need it. Nah. <laughs> if you need that, if you need Tony Kirk and I, then I'm, I'm, I weep for your life. That's all I'm going to say. That's, that's all there is. And by the way, before I get Matt going here, uh, I got a uh, note today from uh, Sci-Fi Guy. We had talked about the fact that his uh, grandson passed away this past weekend. Um, they're having uh, funeral services on Monday up in Conway. He just wanted me to uh, thank everybody for the, for the well wishes and um, tough time, horrible time. But uh, he was thankful for uh, the support from folks back home. So we're with him on Monday, even though we're not, we can't be there. We have a meeting, but uh, we're, we're hoping him well this, uh, this next week. All right, Matt Riddle in here. One take Riddle. <laughs> you and Wells were in here the other day. We were expecting to have you on when you finished your promo cutting on Tuesday. Let's see what had happened was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's not as easy as 
not as easy as it looks. It's definitely not as easy. And of course, you're cutting promos for a pretty specific reason. You and yeah. uh, Mr. Wells are the voices of the Arkansas High Razorbacks this year. Definitely. Which, uh, how stoked are you? On a scale of like one to whatever the best Razorback number ever has been. Man, I'd say we're probably up there. I up mean, there? I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. So It's a cool opportunity. It is. It is. You know, we tried this a, a year or two ago because Tony and I just have another gig, and so we can't do this anymore for, for Arkansas High. And and last year, we we had a couple of different folks we thought might work for it, but it just didn't work out. And I think a lot of people, I, and I hear all the time from folks, man, I, I'd love to do that. I'd love to try. But then it comes actually down to it, and you're like, um, I don't know. And, yeah. and again, we had folks who tried this, and just it, it didn't work, froze up. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was that way whenever you and me had spoke about yeah. baseball. And, you know, I was at that point, I was like, man, that sounds good. It sounds yeah, simple, cool. you know. I'm like, I know baseball. I mean, yeah. it shouldn't be a problem. And you get out there and you put the headset on, yeah. and it's kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you realize I, like I can't say this twice. I, no. I've told, I only got one shot at it, <laughs> and I threw you out the last game yeah. without me. I got up and walked away. It's all right, it's you now. You and, yeah. you and Kaylee had to oh, do it. Oh man, I was sitting there and I was like <laughs> looking over, like yeah. you coming back. No. All right, well I guess I'm closing it out. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you call throwing in the deep end of the yeah. pool. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll ask you: Were you a guy that as a kid? did that kind of thing because i'm i was one in my bedroom did a lot of play-by-playing of anything i had going on oh yeah um you know i wouldn't ever think about actually doing that you know at my age now thinking of me as a kid doing it but when you bring it up yeah i remember sitting in my room watching baseball watch football whatever and you know listening to the announcers and then wanting to sound cool like them and and trying to mimic it and then make my own stuff up so yeah I, i did that as a kid we did you know electric football I did play-by-play for that. <laughs> I have one of those oval rugs. You guys will remember if you're old enough, those oval we- woven rugs. I, uh, I I had, like, plastic horses. I did horse races <laughs> around the rug and did play-by-play for that. I mean, it, as, as old as I can remember, probably six, seven years old, I've been calling something. Yeah. And it took a long time to actually get into it, where I actually was doing it for a profession. But as a kid... My mother was like, you need to do that. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. You got a face for radio. Yeah, well, I know. See, that's the other part. That's my mother's fault, too. So there you go. It's pretty cool, though. I mean, I'm excited about it. You know, I'm a little nervous. You know, I mean. What's the scariest part? Uh, Probably just getting up there and, and losing people that want to listen to it. They're kind of like, oh. okay, he's not excited. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's the same way with us in baseball. You right. know, the first time coming in and just kind of talking a little yeah. bit and then took over you know an inning or two was, yeah. it was kind of man I'd, I'd go back and listen to it and like i didn't really sound like i was interested in the game just kind of there going through the right. motions well you're a little then, nervous yeah, too exactly and then it started growing and growing right into, okay well now it's this is kind of just part of the game now when this happens you've got to get that energy out right. and stuff like that and so it kind of started rolling and I felt like I felt a lot more comfortable at the end of the season afterwards, so that kind of helps me going into this on feeling a little bit, you know, better about it. However, doing the whole thing, <laughs> it's really good when it's seventeen fourteen in the fourth quarter. Oh yeah, it's not so good when yeah. it's forty nine to seven in the fourth quarter. <laughs> yeah. Trust and either throw, side. That's right, incomplete. <laughs> you know, that's when you find anything else to talk about that's yeah. going on. You don't, especially yeah. if you're down 49-7. Oh, yeah. oh, you're yeah. talking about the chili dogs at halftime. <laughs> you're talking about what we're going to be doing tomorrow. Oh, yeah. You are not talking about football in the middle of 49-7. Other than to make sure some kids that didn't get in the game early, that you say their names oh, yeah. so that mama and grandma can hear it. Exactly. That's the worst part of blowouts. Yeah. I, th- I think it's going to be exciting this year. I think having a new AD coming in, you know, putting his twist on everything, I think it's going to be a fun, exciting year. You know, I I hope Arkansas High fans have patience. Yes. This is a hard thing. You know, this is a really proud program that we go back a long time. You'll have a year or two where there's a you know tough year. Yep. But it's usually a bounce right back. This is probably going to be a process 
that a lot of Razorback fans may not be ready for. And that's not to say Trey Outlaw and a really great staff of coaches yeah. aren't going to do a phenomenal job, but you still got to get kids in on your program. Oh, yeah. And figure out what it is you're doing. And you got to figure out the kids that you've got yeah. and who can do what. Well, I think it's, I think from what I've, I've read up on it and kind of looked at, they're going to have a younger team, anyways. Yeah. So I think that's actually going to benefit him a little bit because now. Everybody expects him to have a young team. Right. And I think with him being able to start molding these kids at freshman, sophomore year, yeah. some juniors, I think by the next year and the year after that, I think everybody will, everything will go into play for it's him. It's called growing pains, though. Yes. It, that's, that <laughs> yes. first year is growing pains. You look for little wins, and it oh, doesn't yeah. mean I'm looking for winning these games yeah. necessarily, but I'm winning this half, or we did that right. Yeah. We all lined up right. Exactly. <laughs> you, know, you don't exactly. think that's a big deal. Well, we deal. ran through that in high school. You know, we, got, we had the same athletic director but we got a new offense coordinator my junior year in high school and <clears throat> excuse me and i remember you know we had a whole they gave us at uh at two a days they gave us a playbook I'm like hey memorize this playbook it was none of the plays that we had done oh the previous four years two years in junior high and then two years in high school and it was i mean it was a game changer it it took some getting used to and whenever you would you know we had we did the Though you'd start out in this formation, then we'd burst into a different formation okay, before right, the play right. started. And we would do that, you know, and it was a win-win if we got out there and went a whole series without busting an assignment just on lineup, you know. And then, you know, it started kind of coming second nature to us. <laughs> I, when head coaches are looking out going, they all got to the right spot. <laughs> yes. We're moving forward. You know it's oh, going yeah. to be a long process. Oh, yeah. But it is exciting. And it, it is exciting having some new blood. And, yeah. and we we got a chance to see baseball coaches who have moved on, basketball yeah. coaches who have moved on, football coaches. There is so much new coaching blood at Arkansas High oh, this yeah. year. You're going to need a program to know the guys oh, yeah. running the programs because, to be honest with you, they're all new. Oh, yeah. Which and is it's fun. All, and it's a good thing, too. When I mean, granted, you know, nobody losing their job is ever a good thing. However, but when you do get – all new coaching staffs that yeah. come in you get a new baseball coach basketball coach you got a new football coach they've got that drive to they've got to prove themselves. that's right so they're going to put that little extra effort in it that you don't get from somebody that's been there for five years six nice. years so i think it's i think it's really going to turn around pretty good for Arkansas. all right so what are you going to have brandon doing is he hauling the equipment is he oh, buying yeah. the food is he driving? No, he's I mean, you're definitely co- going to drive because I hate driving. Okay, so your color guy's <laughs> got to have a defined assignment of stuff. He, for Tony Kirk, he told you the other day after yep. we after we got off the air, what's his assignment? Which one? He T- had a bunch. No, he had, hell no. He had a bunch. Tony oh, had no assignment. <laughs> Tony has one thing to do every time. He's responsible for food. Yeah. He's responsible. At the game, he gets whatever food they have at the concession stand. Yeah. He doesn't drive most of the time, although he did more last year. Yeah. He doesn't. He doesn't do stats. <laughs> he doesn't. No, it's food. That's his one. So oh, Brandon, you got to figure out. Brand- no, I'm not lying. <laughs> Ask him. He doesn't do any of that. So you got to make sure Brandon knows his role. If his role is getting oh, yeah. food, or if it's driving. Well, he's definitely going to drive. All right. So I mean, especially with gas prices, I drive a pickup. He drives a car. <laughs> he's so driving. We're definitely taking the car. Okay. And then I think I can probably manage to at least get food. So all right. If I can handle that, I think it'll be a win-win. So who's getting stats? Have you talked to Outlaw yet? <sighs> yeah. So I did talk to him. I actually talked to him yesterday oh, afternoon. Good. He yeah. called me yesterday afternoon. I talked with him, and uh, he's going to see what he can do. Try to get somebody to do stats. I told him if you know, if not. You know, we'll we'll try our best at doing it. You I just said, make them thing. up. Oh yeah, that's what I told him. I said we'll do our best to make it sound good. So I mean, maybe this guy has two hundred yards, yeah. and we may say he has four hundred yeah, already. Why not? Somebody looking at it on Saturday. Eighteen tackles for the uh, <laughs> exactly. the nose tackle. Exactly. It's, yeah, and it's the five minutes into the first quarter. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Riddle sitting in here this afternoon. We're gonna take a break. We'll come back here in just a minute. Well, there's a little American Legion talk we hadn't caught up with. We'll come back and get a chance to do that as well. He's the new voice of the Arkansas High Razorbacks. He and Brandon Well, first game coming up in uh, what four weeks? Four weeks. Four weeks. It's getting close. Four weeks from tonight. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Holy cow oh crazy <laughs> man all right quick break we're coming right back on the fan 1079 they say consistency is the key to success they weren't wrong it's all about grabbing a man that's consistently smooth consistently 
refreshing and consistent delight. You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment in only 26 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly and have a good Ultra Light Beer Single Missouri. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty Island ISD. At Liberty Island, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and ready. Really safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty Ilo, let the pride never die. In this up and down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title with over 150 years title experience handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. Stop now has three locations, 4501 North State Line, Suite 106, 2700 Richmond Road, and 4444 West 7th Street. Wingstop, hot wings. They start at mild and they go all the way up to atomic, plus barbecue, garlic parmesan, Hawaiian, lemon pepper, spicy Korean, Louisiana rub, and sides. You can get fries all sorts of different ways, veggie sticks, Cajun fried corn, and finish the triple chocolate chunk brownie. Wingstop, 4501 North State Line, Suite 106, 2700 Richmond Road, and 4444 West 7th Street. I hate insurance companies. Not the people, just the process. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office. If you've been injured in an accident, you know exactly what I'm talking about. So give me a call at 903-823-3000. I'm located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Monty Murray, and I can help you through this process. Call me today. Hi folks, Glenn Osborne with War Hyundai Texarkana. Here at War Hyundai, we are now taking pre-sold orders on new inbound Hyundais, and they are selling fast as they arrive. So don't miss out on Hyundai's getaway sales event and secure yours today. Or browse through our pre-owned inventory. We have a huge selection of cars, trucks, SUVs, two-wheel drive, and four-wheel drive, all with a lifetime powertrain warranty. So come on by and give us a try, and you'll be glad you did. That's the affordable side of I-30 at 2300 St. Michael Drive or online all the time at warhyundai.com. When you look local first, you can help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the road ahead, no matter what. We are your good neighbor, always have been, and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. If you need secured storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or professional possessions, go no further than Lockaway Storage at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. Lockaway Self Storage. Call 430-901-0062 or drop by their convenient location at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. To help your local business community grow, go to LookLocalFirst.com and click on Texarkana. Eleven minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Chuck Zach in today. Tony Kirk out. Matt Riddle sitting in as the uh, guest this afternoon for the second half of the show. Now you brought me a really cool thing for the studio. Yeah. Now I, I, I'm not going to I'm not going to hold it up here. I don't think because it's I'm probably going to. Well, I will. I'll, I'll do it anyway. We'll see if I can do it without jacking the whole thing. For the <laughs> Facebook folks, explain what I got here. So that is one of our Legion jerseys that we had two years ago um, that we went out and got third in the state and just was – they were one of my favorite jerseys that we had. They weren't very in detail. They were just plain Jane, and that was kind of one of those mindset I wanted the guys to have is yeah. we don't need nothing fancy to come out here and play ball. No. And 
So it's just game worn jersey. It has been washed, <laughs> but it's white, so it it gets dirty. <laughs> but man, y'all y'all helped us out a lot and done a lot of stuff with us. So I thought uh, we'd give you one and let you hang it up in here. Well, unfortunately, my, my stepfather passed away, and I had to go to Wisconsin last week yep. to be with my mom. You guys, you you reached out and we. I wanted I wanted to go with you guys and be able to do the games with you on the air, but it just didn't work this year. Yeah. Um, but we didn't get a chance to talk about it because we were going to have you on the on the program, and that didn't work because you had a junior game yep. going on. So we kind of missed the whole yep. chance before the the state tournament was going on. But walk us through how did how did the juniors do first? So the juniors did really well. They ended up we actually had two junior teams in it. One of them didn't make it out of. Um, the zone tournament okay. um they were my younger team uh but they actually played very well they they, they really impressed me with how they played all right um who's coaching going, that group that's ricky james okay that was coaching it um i think they went i think they went two and three okay uh in the zone didn't end up making it out they got third place seed they only took or second place seed they only took first place to it right uh, my other junior team went undefeated in zone coached um, by coached by uh stan walters all right uh, they went undefeated in zone and then went through state, ended up making it to the state championship game. Um, they played an eight-team single elimination tournament, and they made it all the way to the finals and ended wow. up getting beat in the finals. Um, I think they, I think it was more or less they ran out of pitching. Um, then they did it with 12 guys. Wow. So every other Legion team you see has got 16 to 18 guys, and they had a couple injuries, a couple guys that ended up having to do football yeah. and left. And uh, for them to face – you know the amount of games that they had and and do well and end up second place out of 32 teams in the state with 12 guys that's great that's impressive you know, I, was, I was really extremely excited for them and happy for them and proud of them it should be exciting for you as the coach of the seniors oh yeah you're looking at what you got coming exactly if you can keep those guys in the program yeah, I, I looked at my roster on my senior team and i've got 17 i had 18 guys All right. um for the season and I think I've got ten or eleven that can return. Okay. And I know right off top of my head, you know, right off top, I know at least five or six that I'll bring up from the juniors from that team that got second. So I'm pretty excited about it. And I don't have a lot of places to feel. And that's when you know your program's humming along. Exactly. When I'm not having exactly. to go out and find new players next yes. spring, I, I got to find three. Year. I don't have yeah. to find thirteen. That's what we want yeah. every year. You know, you always want it to make it to where you can find go find three more studs, yep. and you know that I trust this guy coming up to the senior program and. That's why we have a junior program is to help feed the senior team. So talk about the senior team. Cause so the seniors this, did well. Yeah. Um, we actually – the first year they actually had – the way they set it up is we actually had a zone tournament as well. They had four pools uh, with four teams in each pool, and they took the top two teams out of each pool okay. to state tournament to run a eight-team double elimination All tournament. All right. Uh, we went two and one in pool play. Um did very well in pool play we the game we lost we kind of we just nothing went our way right um and then we ended up making it to conway got to conway with eight teams uh we won our first game uh won our second game lost our third and then ended up getting put down in the lower part of the bracket towards the end of it ended right. up getting beat by the team that won the state tournament so we actually 10-run ruled the team that won state the first get round of the playoffs. Really? Of state tournament. Uh, Fort Smith, we beat them. Yeah. Actually, I think we 9-run. We got we beat them by 9. I think it was like 11-2, to two, I think, is where our final was. And uh, we won it, ended up getting uh, winning the next game, got beat by Paragold that was also in the state championship game with them. They beat us. They they actually put a good whooping on us. They, they had a great team, great ball club. Uh, we just had too many errors cost us a game and end up going down to the bottom played fort smith and had a tight game ended up getting beat three to two in the bottom of seven for folks who don't know the competition at american legion in arkansas and, and you can start talking about a sheridan yep. a fort smith a paragol those are basically the high school teams yeah they are that they keep them all together oh, yeah. and they're playing your hodgepodge of yep. 10 different schools or more yep and I think I had 12 schools. 12 schools. Yep. They're playing. Their community is playing. It is so hard to beat it those is. guys when they play like that all the time. Oh, yeah. And that's like, you know, with Paragold, they're a whole team that's played with each other since yeah. they were five, six years old. And I've got a shortstop and a second baseman that have played 20 games together. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard. And, you know, and I, I told my guys at the end of the season – you know, when we got our last little get it up, call the hogs, sure. you know, before after the game was over, I said, hey, this is the last time that this team will actually be 
18. Yep. You know, and, and it's true. I mean, you've got 17 guys that are at the game, and those 17 guys are never going to play again together. No. Nope. They'll never have that actual roster together again. This was a pretty good year for you guys, not just the state tournament. You guys r- rolled early on. I mean, it yep. felt like you guys yep. were really good this year. I think our overall record that we had this year was 22-11. and 11, Okay. I think is what our overall – or 22-9, and nine, I think it was. Um, and then we did have a tie in there, but I don't count that tie. Yeah, so, talk about that. But, I mean, we actually had a really good season. Um, we had some – had some rough times, and then guys pulled it together, pulled their own little meeting together, and got with each other and was like, hey, let's work it out. Let's figure out what we need to do, and let's get going. And then we went on a, an 11-game win streak for a little while. And it was after we had a 30-minute meeting after the tournament, and then they spent another 15, 20 minutes talking to each other without the coaches there. MVP this year, who'd you have? You're going to pick one. <sighs> if I had to pick one, I would probably go with – I'd really have to say that I've got three that stood out. Uh, so you season. can't have three. You got an MVP. It's it's tough. Uh, man, I, Nate Moore was one of my. He was one of my dudes. Okay. He was there the whole season, and Shaw Story yep. was there all season. Um, and then I had Braxton Robertson from Genoa. He actually came and played in one or two tournaments with us, and then came up. He was a younger kid. He's yep. a freshman. He came up, and I think he batted seven hundred in the play, oh. in the state tournament. <laughs> And had two or three trips. Oh my three or gosh! Four doubles. So I you're mean, telling just, us watch Genoa next year? Oh yeah, he's, he's going to light be, it up. He's going to be one that I'm going to really look forward to yeah. having for the next three years, four years possibly. Make sure he gets back uh, oh, in that yeah. Razorback uniform. Definitely. It's not easy now, is it? It's, no, it's hard to get these kids. To it is with all the different thing. teams and stuff going on, and then high school teams wanting to try to put a summer program yeah. together. It's, it's it's tough, but he's already told me that he'll be back next year. There you year, go. I look forward to it. All right, you get him writing. I need to. <laughs> <laughs> That's Matt Riddle. We're out of time. We got music in my ear. Great seeing you. Definitely. Appreciate Four it. weeks from tonight, Razorbacks are uh, on the radio on Real Country 98.7. He's going to be the guy calling it along with his partner, Brandon Wells. We'll get closer and closer, and we'll talk it up some more. You get a chance to see a little bit of scrimmage or something. We'll get you back in here. Definitely sounds good. All right. Appreciate uh, Zach Fowler coming in and start the show. We're off tomorrow, back on Monday. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Leaving the Yard here on The Fan 107.9.